Before I begin this episode, let me quickly ask you a question. Would you rather get $10,000 now, but never see the color blue again, or get $20 every time you sneeze, but you can never use the word transcontinental in everyday conversations? Now, the response you chose to that question isn't really that important, but the fact that I was able to force you to pick between one of two absolutely random and pointless options is one of the many psychological biases and tricks that people use in order to influence your brain without you even knowing. Guys, welcome to the Street Psychology Podcast, where you get to learn some of the more practical applications of psychology, whilst also allowing me to teach you some more tips and tricks on how to improve yourself and your surroundings based on the mind. Today's episode is all about some of the common psychological biases that your brain has and how you can help fight against them. If you find cool psychological stuff like this interesting, make sure you follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this on, because I've got a bunch more episodes like this just lined up waiting for you. Before I get too ahead of myself, let me quickly explain what biases are and why they are important. Now, a bias in psychology is defined as the tendency to make decisions or take action in an illogical way. Basically, it's something that influences your brain in a very subtle way to the point where it doesn't pick up, but it can majorly influence the way you make decisions. In today's episode, I will be discussing four very common biases and how you can avoid them. The first of which is called the anchoring bias. This is where you tend to latch on to the first piece of information you're given and then focus on that as a point of comparison. For example, let's say you walk into a store and you see a jacket on sale for $600. You think that's a bit too pricey, so you shop around at different stores and find the same jacket for $300. Now, $300 is still rather pricey for a jacket, but in comparison to the $600 one, you think this is a bargain and you decide to buy it. If the first piece of information didn't exist and you didn't see the jacket for $600, there's a chance you would not have bought it at the $300 price tag. But because of the anchoring bias, you decided to just go ahead and spurge on yourself because it was kind of a deal? The major issue with this bias is that it can cause you to make rash decisions because you've anchored onto one piece of information. Maybe you weren't even in the market for a jacket but decided to buy one because, damn, some of these are getting very expensive. Now, this bias is a tough one to beat, but some things you can do to outsmart this bias is to first acknowledge that it exists and you may be making your decisions based on wrong things. This is really important because when you start to notice that you're acting based on a bias, you can actually slow your roll and realize that maybe I don't actually want this jacket. This leads us to our second point, which is do your research beforehand and maybe drop an anchor of your own. If you're not in the market for a jacket, make sure you know exactly where you're going and what you're shopping for so that you don't get swayed by all the distractions around you. And if you are in the market for a jacket, make sure you do your research ahead of time so that you don't end up buying something for a higher price tag because you made the wrong comparisons. Maybe the same jacket is available somewhere else for $200, but because you saw the comparison point, you decided to buy it at $300 because you didn't think you'd get anything lower. The second bias is called the framing effect bias. This bias can be captured by a study by Loftus and Palmer done in 1974, in which participants were showed a video of two cars crashing into each other and asked how fast they were going when they collided. However, in the different conditions of the experiment, they changed the word collided for things such as hit, bumped, smashed, or contacted. Now, you may think that this wouldn't make much of a difference, right? It's just one word. But based on this word, results actually found that there were different speed estimates given. Now, you may be asking, what does this have to do with our day-to-day -day lives? Well, what the study actually looks into is a concept called framing. 
and it's basically just context given around any situation. If I tell you really quickly to pick a color between red or blue, you'll probably pick one of the two options, because that's the context I gave you. But what if you didn't realize that there were a million other colors that you could have picked, I just limited your options by making you do a fast decision. When things are framed in specific ways, you can actually be blocked off to the bigger world at hand. Another example of this would be if I told you to either follow my podcast or subscribe to my YouTube channel. What you wouldn't actually know that the correct answer is actually a secret third choice where you do both. The YouTube channel will be linked in the description, by the way. The only way to really tackle the framing effect bias is A, actually recognize that this bias exists, and then B, to slow your roll. The reason this bias works as well as it does is because many people don't realize that there are secret third options that exist, and they get caught up in what they're presented with. If there is a third option, you'd be better off trying to take some minutes to just figure it out, and then make a decision based on an informed standpoint. The third bias is called the in-group bias, also known as the bandwagon effect. And this occurs in group situations where you may choose to just go along with what the general consensus of the group is, even though it doesn't line up with the way that you actually feel. This further emphasizes the importance of making decisions beforehand because you're likely to stick to them. At some point, you need to be able to develop the confidence and be self-assured that what you're saying might be right. And maybe, maybe, just stick with me here, you might want to express your opinion so that someone else might agree with you, because there's a chance that they didn't think of it. This doesn't mean that you can't be flexible and that you have to stick with whatever you pick 100% of the time, of course not. But maybe, and I know I keep saying maybe, but this is just me expressing my sarcasm, try and believe in yourself. Another extension of this bias is when we pick our friends over someone that we don't know, even though there's a chance that our friend may be wrong because, well, you're kind of stuck with your friends, so you might want to just agree with them. Defeating this bias can be quite difficult, and there's no real solution to it that doesn't involve difficult conversations. But sometimes you need to have the difficult conversation so that everyone can get what's best for them. Finally, the last bias is called the ambiguity bias. And this bias can be summed up by the phrase, the known devil is better than the unknown angel which means you're more likely to go with a familiar choice rather than someone or something new. We have a fear of the unknown, and a common example of this is when you choose to rewatch a show that you've already seen a thousand times rather than watch something new because, well, you're not feeling like experimenting. This one can be quite difficult to kick to the curb because, well, it's an evolutionary trait. We fear the unknown because we didn't know what was beyond the unknown, and there was a chance that it could have killed us. The truth of the matter is, whatever decision you make isn't gonna be perfect 100% of the time. And that's okay. But if you never take chances, you're never actually living. So where you can, and where your gut tells you that you might wanna pick something different than what you already do, try something new. Life is about learning, and making mistakes, and learning from those mistakes. And that's okay. That's just the system, and that's the way it is. Try something new. And there you have it guys, four common psychological biases that you experience on the day-to-day -day basis and how you can avoid them. But guys, remember that these biases can also be used in your favor. Now that doesn't mean that you should go manipulate everyone into doing what you want, but it does mean that you might benefit from listening to this episode over again and maybe seeing how you can use this bias for you. Also, while I'm on the topic, there are like a metric ton more of these, so if you want to see more of these biases, make sure you follow this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Stay psyched!